Yo, what's good? Welcome back to another episode of the Henny Nice Podcast. I'm your host, your brother, Jay White. First things first, Henny gang, got to get the church announcements out the way. Henny Nice is coming to you live from Kazi Society in the heart of downtown St. Louis. Kazi Society is a creative workspace. If you ever wanted to have an event to help promote your brand or your product and you wanted to do a small get-together or gather some type of crowd of people to come out and support your brand and get in tune with your brand, Kazi Society is the place you can do that. If you wanted to start a podcast, Kazi Society offers the services necessary for you to do that as well. If you wanted to come up with a show, wasn't sure about the topics, wasn't sure about the structure, how you wanted to put it together. If you wanted to record it through video, Kazi Society has all of that. It's black owned. Most importantly, it's owned by a black woman. Shout out to Jamie. Kazi Society, again, is in the heart of downtown St. Louis, 1204 Washington Avenue. Make sure you follow them and check them out on all social media platforms. That's K-A-Z-I Society, S-O-C-I-E-T-Y. Next thing, Henny Knight's merch. Always in the show notes of the podcast if you ever wanted to get you a tea. If you wanted to get you a mask because... That seems to be where we heading back to <laughs> uh, in the in the middle of the pandemic. Well, never in the, we never really got out, but yeah, you can get that in the show notes under the Henny Nights merch show. If you wanted a Henny Gang shirt, hit me up, man. Uh, that is not in the store. I have to go through another party to get those. They, those are all custom made. So if you're interested in one of the Henny Gang jerseys, make sure you reach out to me about that as well. So now that we have the church announcements out the way, I have a guest on the show per usual, and she been on my damn head about getting on the show, but now she's officially on. So go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up, y'all? It is Randy Simone, and you are 100% I have been on your ass, because how old is Henny Nights? It'll be four in, uh next month. Four whole years, not four weeks, not four months, four whole years. I've been coming on this podcast probably for about three of those years, so you're 100% I have been on your ass, but... <laughs> I'm here now. We here. We in there. I've been on her show twice. Um, yeah, I I wanted to like for the most part, I want to get my guests in front of me. Um, even though humble beginnings, all my guests when I initially started weren't in front of me. But you know, Randy is so rich and and wealthy out here that she was like, I'm gonna fly back in town. Let's discuss, let's discuss, let's link, let's get, let's record, da da da. And like she was like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to Tulum this weekend. I'm not coming to record or whatever. So we gonna start the show off with lies. I'm not lying though. When when did I go to Tulum? You tell me. Wow. She okay. might be going this weekend. Who knows? Might not. But she got a butler that's on standby, delivered her Starbucks Starbucks drinks. That St. Louis jumped out of me real quick. Star Starbucks. <laughs> Damn. Oh man. That it's been a hell of a week, dog. I like I've caught myself saying shit with that hard, that hard R that we got. Man. 
Mm-mm. You comfortable. When you comfortable, it flows out. Yeah, it show flew out. Starbucks. <laughs> God damn. But nah, she's been wanting to come on the show for hell. Uh, she also has her own podcast as well. Um, so we'll jump right into that. Yeah, man. Being free. Being free with Simone. That's my baby. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of funny how it came about. But long story short, I started getting serious about my healing journey like I was going through some shit and I needed an outlet to do that to let shit out in a healthy way outside of therapy and I'm like I'm not the only one who goes through the shit that I go through right so why not you know put that on a platform for other people to join in on the conversations and for other people to listen. And it's really been, it's, it's been, it's been real good. I appreciate you and, you know, everybody else who has been on thus far coming on to, we have fun, but we also, we, we get into some deep shit and I really appreciate being able to have those real conversations with people because healing is necessary. I feel like all of us have something to heal from and being able to have those conversations about what you're healing from with people that, you know, you care about and you're cool with is, it's pretty dope. Like we ain't got to talk about bullshit all the time. We're going to do that too. But we're going to have those real conversations too. So yeah, we're going to keep it going until, you know, it's time for something else. Yeah. So that, what was that when I came on the first time? That was like in what October, November. Yeah, the um black man and mental health episode. Yeah, so like that was like the first time after um Chantel passed that I actually like really talked talked about it. Like I didn't go into details, obviously, or whatever. But that was like the space I was in. That was like one of the first times I actually was somewhat comfortable talking about, you know, my experiences with mental health specifically and especially what I was dealing with at the time. And not saying not saying like you never really get over um, like the passing, like the grieving process. Like you just learn to like kind of cope. And when I say cope, not bury it. (laughs) like not bury it deep or whatever and not acknowledge it but actually like you know still continue on while also thinking about them because both of them you can do both of those at the same time you know like get back to some sense of normalcy right 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 and um grief gonna always creep back up oh yeah for sure like and then like it's with anybody that you really care about loved ones that pass along like there are always little instances that make you stop in life and be like Ah uh, shit! Like uh, that was a reminder, or whatever, and it, it it gets easier with time. Like you know, you you yeah. you don't fully, like I said, you don't fully forget them, but you do heal in a sense. You know, you'll never be the same. You're just a different version of yourself after that, or whatever. So, but yeah, uh, I said all that to say, like that your show was like the first show, like after that, that I really mm-hmm. was like guards starting to come down a little bit and being comfortable talking about it or whatever and it's gotten progressively easier with time or whatever so like yeah if you don't know she's really big on healing and mental health or whatever and it's funny you said that your podcast was like 
the catalyst for that. Because now that I look back on 80 something episodes of Henny Nights or whatever, I can hear Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the evolution of like the way I was thinking about things and it was it was in a way it was a like a a digital journal for me too like yeah. you know um even though like life was pretty decent and life was pretty good at the time um you can still hear like the evolving and the evolution of right. you know my identity and things like that like even early yeah. on we talked about accountability with men when uh 444 came out <laughs> you know that was a big thing or whatever and like what does that look like even at, at as a 27 28 year old you know what i'm saying so um yeah it's dope to go back and listen to that and you still you still got like enough episodes where you can do that i me going back through 80 some episodes now it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a lot bruh that's a lot. I don't know if I can do it, yeah, but but you do, you do, you know, four years. That's a, that's a lot of growth. And, you know, in the time that I've known you, you know, I can definitely, you maturing out here, you know, you go through some shit in life as we all do. And like you said, you know, you become a, a different version of yourself, you know, through different things that you go through. Right. But I'm also really happy that, you were comfortable enough in that space to open up the way you did. And that's one thing that I'm big about, not just on the podcast, but just in my friendships and relationships. Like I want people to be comfortable enough to talk to me. Mm -hmm. I'm a talker. I like to talk shit out. I like to work shit out. I, I'm, I want to be a safe space where people are comfortable to let those walls down. Shit, do you want to cry? We can cry about it too. Do you want <laughs> what you want to do? You want to go throw some axes? You want to go break some glass? Like whatever, you know, but you being comfortable enough in that space to, you know, express what you were going through to, you know, to your extent of um comfortability. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, we cozy around these parts, man. You know, you said with times it gets it gets easier for sure. So you are, uh, of course, from St. Louis. Yeah, but now she in Dallas. What were some of the things that prompted you, as far as what you saw for yourself, to make that to make that move? Because that's like a big thing for like. And granted, I'm I'm looking at it through the the prism of like being from St. Louis. Like a lot of people talk about, like I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. And to an extent, that's true. In order, if you want to grow, not saying you can't do that here in the city, you can or whatever. But for some, they need to you know stretch their wings and see what's out there. And you've been a big proponent of like, hey, I'm out or whatever. So what was that like? what looked like for you um and what was some of the things that was like yeah I gotta I gotta do this for me um yeah as much as I talk about you know not wanting to be here forever I'm also coming up on seven years it'll be seven years in August and it literally was the best thing I have ever done for myself um I got an opportunity to leave like for free um, my mom actually accepted a job offer here, I think like 
May of 2014. And then by August, I was like, okay, there's no point in me staying in St. Louis. Like, I don't have any kids. I'm not married. I'm not working somewhere where where I feel like there's any growth potential. Like I, you know, that I'm not gonna leave. So by I was um fresh out of a very, very, very toxic um relationship. And St. Louis is small and I'm like, I don't wanna run into this kid, like at all like he knows exactly where I live he knows how to find me if he wants it like I did not want that person to find me at all like it had got to the point where I was like I ain't scared of too many motherfuckers but I was scared Mm -hmm. um real spit um that person wasn't all the way there in the head so I couldn't put anything past them of what they would do to get to me because they had shown me so many signs of like I have to have you and it was just like nah like I had quit my job to get away from that person that's how bad it got um so at that point I was like there is literally no reason for me to stay in St. Louis I am getting the fuck. I don't have to. I can, you know, get rid of some stuff and whatever I want to keep the U-Haul. So what my parents did was they hadn't sold their house yet. So when they came back to St. When they went back to St. Louis to pack up their house, I was like, well, let me throw my stuff in there in the U-Haul too. Like, is <laughs> big enough for everybody let me throw my little stuff in there and you know we can do that so I did um and that was all she wrote I think I I stayed away for quite a while too before I actually made my first visit back um but I was very stagnant in St. Louis um and complacent and I needed that push to to just do more. Um, I do think it's very possible to, you know, make, make some shit move in St. Louis, but I wasn't in that space right. to do that. So I had, I had to get out of my comfort zone. Um, moving to Dallas forced me to get to know myself. Uh, I really went, um, when I first moved here, I wasn't dating. I um, chose not to, you know, bother with that I really wanted to spend some time alone and getting to know myself and I really did and again it it really was the best thing that I could have done for myself so I love that people you know I love St. Louis that's always home whenever I come back it's always a great time but I tell y'all all the time if y'all feel like it ain't going nowhere like you hit your ceiling it's time to go. Like everybody's ceiling is a different height, but once you hit your ceiling, it's time to go. And that's what I felt I had done. I felt like it, there was nothing else that St. Louis could do for me. Mm-hmm. So it was time to go. And there was a wide open opportunity for me to leave. I have, I have no, I probably would have never left if that, if my parents hadn't left and then gave me the option, like, okay, you want to come too? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I, pro- I probably would have, I probably would still be in St. Louis right now if I hadn't, you know, 
I went ahead and done that. Yeah. Now she down in Dallas. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> not. Do not lie to these people. Now she down in Dallas, bro. Gated community. Please stay the fuck off the property. Are you gonna lie like that? You know, big ass backyard butler <laughs> waiting on her hand and foot, delivering her pink drinks from Starbucks. Really I ain't slip up that time. I ain't slip up that time. That time. I got it out that time. <laughs> you really sit up here and lie to these people like that. Y'all see how much he care about y'all? He just gonna lie in y'all face like that. I love Henny Gang. What you mean? But so why would you lie to them like that? It's not it's the truth just set you free. Y'all know the fucked up part about it is when this dude came to Dallas to visit, he saw where I live. That's <laughs> yeah. Living good. I saw it, I seen it. I seen it. You with my own it. eyes. Moving on. <laughs> with Moving my own on. eyes. So yeah, so with Randy also having her own platform, um, I felt it was important for her to come and uh, do a mini part two of the episode that I was just a part of ah. <laughs> <laughs> on her podcast, asking on questions. Make sure you check it out. When you go to the link tree, it should be in there. So like, and I've I had people that like clicked on my link and like have found your show for that. So shout out to y'all for doing that or whatever. That's, you know, many podcast tribe or whatever. But yeah, uh, I wanted her so show. I've listened to that show repeatedly since we recorded. That has definitely been my favorite. Yeah, man. You know, y'all wow. Y'all some wild. Ain't no kids. motherfucker, y'all. It's only one person that's wild. And that motherfucker like playing in scat. So like that is not me. <laughs> it ain't me. It ain't me. There was two other people on that show. So you decipher what you need to from that that statement. But yeah, I wanted right. to share the floor and let Randy come up or pose some questions that, you know, she wanted to know about so we can have a, a conversation about that. You know what I'm saying? So all right, man. So, how do you feel about? <laughs> hey, just so y'all know, she just like propped her leg up on the on her chair. Why are you? I I did not. <laughs> I just repositioned myself in the chair. You are so bad. You <laughs> so, how do you feel, or um, has it been challenging for you when it comes to holding your friends accountable? Um, not we're not really. So, and this is a serious question. But just last episode, we had Horny Man Phil on here. <laughs> hey man, I hope y'all give him some help. <laughs> and like, I was, you know, shout out to Eric and uh, Randall or whatever. Uh, but yeah, we held that nigga accountable for being horny as fuck. Like. That man's out here horny as hell. Um, and like people would hit me up, like, yo, your boy is wilding. And I'm just like, hey, is man. That a, is that an all the time thing? 
there have been times where Phil has been out of pocket and I had to like, like, hey, bro. Reeling back in. You wilding right now. Sometimes you have friends like that who do a little too much. Yeah, like, and it's not like, like, Phil is a comedian. So, like, you can tell sometimes, like, all right, man, this nigga is in comedian mode or whatever or or whatever but like when he get around us like um like we joan on each other and shit you know what i'm saying like that's that's (laughs) essentially a love language for us is to talk shit about each other you know what i'm saying so yeah yeah yeah. like yo you gonna get flame or whatever So like you can tell sometimes it's like I'm gonna get you before you get me type shit <laughs> or whatever. But um, yeah, like even sometimes with him, I'm like, all right, bro, like dial it down or whatever. You know, liquor getting you, you start feeling yeah, a little too much dip. Yeah, on your chip. got some dip, got a lot of dip on your chip, and you just like fucking throwing caution to the wind and shit like that. But like, no, if like. If you're in my like circle or whatever, and like I used to actually think like yo my tribe or my circle was like relatively small, but when I look at like the different dynamics that I have with diff- different people, it's it's a little bit bigger than I thought it was or whatever, which is which is fine. Um, relation the relationships I have with people are all different. Not one is really the same for the most part. Um, but yeah, I have. Um, Man and woman, I've I've like one of my female friends um came to me and she was doing some shit that fucking with a dude she wasn't supposed to be fucking with or whatever. I'm like, all right, you know, you know what he about, like just just watch yourself or whatever. And the nigga did some nigga shit, and then she came to me complaining and shit, and I'm like, yo, like. I told you that nigga was going to do nigga shit. <laughs> like, I mean, y'all, were you, like, trying to be serious with him? Like, what what were you trying to do or whatever? And, like, she was like, nah, but he did it. I'm like, okay, like, all right. And I gave her advice about that shit. So I was like, yeah, if you feeling like that, just leave the nigga alone. Right. And then, like, a month later, I got to vent to you. And I'm like, oh, shit, here, here we go again. And it's about the same nigga. And I like low key cut her off for like a month and a half. Cause I'm like, yo, you're not about to like come vent into me and I give you sound advice. You know what I'm saying? And then you do with it. I'm like, do with it what you will, but you're not going to go and keep putting your hand on the stove and then come crying to me. Like, I had to do that before. I had a friend. Um, it wasn't so much one particular thing, but it was just every time I talked to them, it was like on some negative shit. And I was like, hey, man, like I'm here for you if you need to vent. But I can't that can't be the only time that we talk. Right. Like you ain't asking me how I'm doing. You ain't asking me if I'm in a place to, you know, take all this shit in right. and. I didn't talk to them for a minute because I was like, you got to check that because you can't compiling this shit on me. And like, you just can't. And after that, you know, it completely changed. Like now if they need to vent, they do. They ask, hey, are you in a space to, you know, for this? And even if when it is when they are venting, their tone is different. Like it's not it's more it's less 
niggas ain't shit. The world ain't shit. Fuck mm. this, 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 and that, and more. Okay, I'm feeling down. Like I need some advice. You know, right. just a just a different tone, which yeah. I can I can handle more because I don't have. And that's with anybody because I don't move like that. I don't really have a whole bunch of conversation for people who are on a have like a fuck the world attitude. Right. I know a lot of stuff in life is shitty, but a lot of stuff is also what you make it. Like I am a peaceful person, so I'm going to try to keep things as peaceful as possible. Right. I'm not finna have myself all out of whack for especially shit that I can't control. I, so I don't really have a whole bunch of, you know, conversation for people who do that. So, but they, she, she changed it. And I was like, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and she was like, I can't believe you just turned up on me like that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Cause you keep coming to me about the same doing. shit. Like at some point, when do you look at, you and like you know you know nothing is coming from this so why are you getting so bent out of shape yeah you breaking your own heart or stressing yeah. your own to come crying to me about it every time like you but, you knew what it was when you got here stop jumping in the deep end and you know you can't swim yeah so but yeah i've had a few conversations i had a, i had a conversation uh same person where um you know, they they're in their significant other. This is actually a significant other um at this time, but they had a disagreement. They vented to me and I'm like, like I hear what you're saying or whatever, and uh I'm not gonna like step on your point or whatever. However, and I make sure not to say but because that kind of like cancels out what you said prior to the but, but I'm like, did you look at it this way? Da 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 and they were like, so I'm in the wrong. I'm like, yo. Giving you another way to look at it. <laughs> I didn't say you were in the wrong. I'm just giving you another perspective or whatever. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to hear that because you want to hear what it is you want to hear or that whatever. Or um, yeah. unfortunately, I lost um a friend over, you know, something kind of like that. It I won't even say I was holding them accountable initially. It was just, it really was just a misunderstanding, just miscommunication. Like I interpreted what they were saying one way. They interpreted what I was saying another way, but in trying to reach resolution, you know, I was letting them know, Hey, I did not mean this the way you took it. I need you understand that and they couldn't see beyond what they thought in their head and got you know got 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 real book and I was like <laughs> now what we not gonna do because I'm letting you know that what you thought ain't what it is right but want to go there like you're not gonna be disrespectful that's what we're, we're not gonna do that but sometimes it is and I just think that that's because the people who like that they just dealing with their own shit and they don't have anything to do with me but when people can only see one view yeah there's no there's no getting through to them and i'm not going to i'm not going to stress myself out trying to all right 
because you, you all you see is your view all you think is you know what you thought and yeah so i i i i get that but it's i don't i also don't have room for it and <laughs> Yeah, 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 I'm very much of like if somebody got you fucked up. I'll ride with you. Like, yeah, they got you fucked up or whatever. Um, and like, like I say it jokingly, like especially when it comes to women. Like, I even joke with you. Like, look at you not want to be held accountable or whatever, ever like that. Um, but it's a trendy buzzword right now. But it's it's true. Like, you in some situations that are applicable, you played a role in that. Like. Mm-hmm. At what point do you look at you? I'm about to say, yeah. At what point do you look at you and be like, damn, so how the fuck did I end up here? (laughs) Or whatever. You made made some choices that got you there or whatever. And like I said, it's not applicable to all situations because some people are fucked up. Like, I'm not trying to paint that picture or whatever. But then I just said, but however, (laughs) you do. do, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta look at you and be like, "All right, how do I avoid this or whatever?" You know, but yeah, some people learn the hard way. So, but to answer you, um, yeah, it's not it's not hard for me. Like, like yeah, you tripping? Like, chill out or whatever. And I'm hoping people would do the same for me when I'm wilding or tripping. So, I feel like um, I feel like I have friends who don't hold me accountable and I don't know if it's because either they don't see a reason to have to hold me accountable or that's just not where our relationship is like they they're not that type of friend but then I have other friends who absolutely will they'd be like hey nah don't you don't do that or I you know I don't like when you do this or you shouldn't you know I have friends who do and I have friends who don't um the friends who I do, I feel like it's kind of a, a, a two-way street. Like, I know that I can hold them accountable, too. We can have conversations. Um, me and one of my closest friends not too long ago, I don't even remember what the conversation was, but we had a conversation. And then afterwards, I was like, see what happens when two mature and emotionally intelligent individuals work through their shit. Like it don't have to be, mm-hmm. it don't have to be nothing more than what it just was. And I think that's an issue with so many of our peers. They don't know how to have uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. Having an uncomfortable conversation just means that it's uncomfortable right there in that moment and it and to be honest they really don't be uncomfortable once you finally have the conversation it's your nerves or whatever like I don't you know I don't want to come off the wrong way or I don't want to step on their toes but if that's like yo straight dog like that's your folk it's not gonna be nothing like that like hey I didn't like when you did this. You hurt my feelings when you said this. I would appreciate it if you didn't do X, Y, Z anymore. That's what it is. And we done. And we move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's And that's what I want more of around me. Mature adults who can have those type of conversations. If something is bothering you that I've done, don't sweep it under the rug. Come to me and bring it to me because... As much as I work to be a better person, I do know that I am not perfect. Mm. So there are still things that I do that might rub people the wrong way. But if 
I don't, if you don't bring it to me, I don't know. Yeah. It could be, it, and it's, it's most of the time, it's not even intentional. But people will, I've noticed just in relationships that I've had and watching other people in, you know, separate relationships, people will have an issue with something you say or do and hold it against you and not say a single word to you. Mm-hmm. That is not accountability. And I will admit that I've done that before, even recently, but then I had to sit myself down and I'd be like, well, the way the reason you feel this way is really because you read in too far into it and you overthinking it. So it's really not a real issue. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, get over it. <laughs> but that's but I want people to hold me accountable. Let me be open and honest and let me know, hey, don't do that. Yeah. I'm not because I'll let people know, like, don't do X, Y, Z. And if you do it again, then I'm going to separate myself from you. Cause I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in a, in a space now that I'm going to keep repeating myself. If I let you know that something rubs me the wrong way or bothers me, you mm-hmm. continue to do it. I will, I will distance myself from you mm-hmm. because that tells me that you don't give a fuck about my feelings and I'm not going to keep people close to me who don't consider my feelings. Yeah. There you go. So, yep. I man. agree. All right. So I was having a thought the other day and I was shaking my head at myself because I said, girl, you really almost settled. <laughs> and I just want to know, have you ever been in that space where you feel like you almost settled for some shit that you knew you were, whether it be a relationship, a job or whatever, just do you either you did or you almost did. Uh, Let's see. So, like, with my career, I'm still very fresh in my career. Um, Like, I'm not even in the, the industry I went to fucking school for or in school for now. So, um, mm-hmm. job-wise, I can't really say settle. Uh, I did what I needed to do to get that, get money. Uh, hey. Short of, you know, being a gigolo. So, um, so I can't really say I've done it job-wise. Um so relationship wise i'll say yeah and i say yeah because one of the it's, it's so i start i've stopped counting the relationships that predate like 24 25 um yeah, I, I just for, yeah just for like when i look back at them they were very young young thugging thug love ass you know, um, ac- academic jeans, apple bottom jeans, ass relationships and shit like that. Um, but there was one where uh, it, it was a growing experience. And for that, I can't knock it or whatever. Um, so <laughs> I, I don't know if I told I probably I told I think I told some aspects of this story before. So uh there I was in I was dating this girl uh and this was when I was at Harristow so <laughs> I was dating this girl whatever and she was really really nice but there was like no reason for me to do the this did do the shit that I did um but like she like was like we in a relationship but in my mind I'm like 
nah, like I fucks with you, but I fucks with you. Like, I'm like, <laughs> like, all right, cool, you say that, but I'm gonna be over here, you know, doing, doing my, my doing my thing, and I'm not saying. Anyway, um, but I'm gonna be doing my thing. All right, cool. So, met this chick. This chick. Uh, this is back when poking was popping on Facebook. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and like, like poking is the precursor to the slide and the damn. You know, you know, poke once. It's the equivalent of like liking three, four pictures in a row on Instagram. No. Yes, it is. No, it's the equivalent of somebody going back two, three years and liking like. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're saying the same thing, just different ways. So, yeah, I'll give you that. Like, yeah, it's like going back, you know. Like, I'm about to be a nuisance to make sure that you see me. Right. Because you just like cool. Right, because I'm going to like something that, like, is, like, not currently going to be, like, all in your feed, like, this one picture. Like, nah, I'm going to go back and like some other shit so you know, like, oh, this nigga doing his research type shit. Bet. I'm with you on that. So, yeah, that's the equivalent of poking. So we're poking back and forth, poking back and forth, poking back and forth. And finally, like, so you just go keep poking? <laughs> you just go keep poking me and not saying nothing? And I'm like, nah, like, I was I was waiting for you to say something. You know, that little slick shit or whatever. So got to rapping or whatever, and we linked. Oh, was getting, we were talking about linking. And I'm like, bro, so I don't fuck, I don't, I don't, I don't condone cheating at all mm-hmm. so my whole thing like if you feel like you're gonna step out just leave a relationship okay and i kept my word i'm like i'm finna see what this would be like let me exit this relationship so i told her i'm like i hit wow. her with the so i hit her with the you know it's not you it's me <laughs> or whatever or whatever what? Yeah, I mean, I'm 18, 19, 18, 19, 20, in that range somewhere. So, nah, bro, the the world was my oyster. So, (laughs) (laughs) so like, I just broke up with her, and then me and old girl that I'm messaging linked. Mm -hmm. And, like, we got it in. Like, I'm like, oh, you are acting unusual right now like <laughs> this is totally different from what i've been getting or whatever so like it was lust right mm-hmm. so you know being young and dumb like lust like nah that means like i need to like we need to be together because that can turn into it's the you think it's love but it's not or whatever so i'm like yeah bro like if it's like this if it's like this i ain't going nowhere you know what i'm saying so I'm like, so wide open. Right. I'm like, yo, like incredible. So like we got we got it in or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I'm gonna get in a relationship with this. When I say karma fucked me up for, for that. Like, and this is why I said I settled, because there was nothing wrong with the, the other chick that I was dating. You- you know what I'm saying? Like she was, she was dope when I look, you know, when I look back at it or whatever. We like the same things. We actually did have a friendship. You know, all the stuff that you would want in a relationship. You know, get out there and be a young wild boy. Yeah, or whatever. But I'm like, nah, bro. Like, I gotta, I gotta wild out or whatever. 
and you know something over here to the to the right of me is tempting me let me see what that be like you know what i'm saying but you know for my conscience or whatever let me get out of this other situation or whatever and that was a mistake <laughs> that was a mistake in every sense of the word um she had some shit that she was dealing with with her baby daddy or whatever at the time yeah you know what i'm saying so i'm dealing with yeah you know fresh baby dealing with baby daddy drama and like a lot of shit for me personally started to go left at that time and like i just say karma was just like nigga you gonna learn today (laughs) like yeah 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 so uh i say yeah that relationship i settled for because i was settling for like a quick fuck like you know just because it was something like i really shouldn't be doing this but i'm gonna do it anyway and i fucking paid the consequences like i learned a lot about what i didn't want in a relationship even at 18 19 20 from that situation or whatever um it was it was hell and it was like you know it was one of them we break up make up break up make up break up make up all on facebook with the shit and like just toxic toxic as fuck or whatever and then when we finally did break up because i caught her i caught her in a lie or whatever i'm rapping with other motherfuckers on my wall so you you fucking talking to this bitch it was just like oh my god that ass on a whirlwind oh my god <laughs> God, and I learned my I learned the I learned my lesson. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like I was saying, put my hand on the stove and got burnt. Like, yeah. So um yeah, I settled for I settled for lust. And I ain't did that shit since <laughs> so yeah. I have definitely settled um on more uh a couple times I that I really, really feel like I settled. Um, one was somebody who I've literally known um, since childhood. Mm. And we had literally been everything. Like we had been the best of friends. We had been in a relationship. We had been fuck buddies. We had been worst enemies. Like we had been everything. Mm-hmm. And before we finally cut ties, I was like, really? Like, considering, like, a relationship with this dude. And why I say I was, like, almost settling because when I looked at his, like, life, just, like, the grand scheme of things, it was nothing that I wanted. Mm-hmm multiple kids Mm. by different women. I didn't really like the way he lived. Um, He doesn't have a, I feel like he doesn't have any structure. That's the nicest way I can say it. I don't feel like he has any structure in his life. Um, And I know a lot of, like, he's a creative and a lot of creatives like kind of like the starving artist thing and i'm like okay that's cool but that's cool (laughs) for me you have to have steady income however you're getting it um you have to have steady income that's respectable if you're you know if your art 
whatever you're doing, whatever your creative, you know, avenue is. If that's consistently bringing you in money or you have enough money saved up to get you through those periods where money isn't coming in. But like I said, for me, um, this person also doesn't travel. Everybody who knows me knows that I love to travel. So it's I kept looking at things that just didn't align with my life. And that's not to say it's nothing bad. It just doesn't align with me. Like, I don't have any kids. So why would I settle to be with somebody who has three kids by three different women? Um, or, you know, never, never travels, really. Um, and, you know, like just different stuff. Um doesn't believe in some of the things that I believe in just as far as maintaining, you know, a household um, right. or whatever. It's just so it, it that for me, I was like, yeah, agreeing to that. And that would be for me, that would be settling. And for for me, it was like, for what? For history? Like history don't mean shit no more. It doesn't. Um if if there's not anything currently like keeping y'all together or moving towards something you know stronger history don't mean shit if it's if it's not you know if you don't have you know that other shit and another situation where I actually so that I was almost settling because um thankfully we finally cut ties it had been years of back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. What are we doing? I want to be up under you. Okay, now you ignoring me. You want to be up, like, it's too much. Like, one minute, one person is up this person's ass. The next minute, like, we ain't never up each other's ass at the same time. Yeah. Um, but another situation where I almost settled uh, was just somebody who, it started off as a friends with benefits thing. Like we were very clear going into it that neither one of us wanted a relationship. Bullshit. <laughs> Complete bullshit. Cause lust is a motherfucker. Lust, a motherfucker. Will you, lust will have you thinking you are ready to marry a motherfucker if it's good enough. Like facts. And we went through this is so bad. Oh my God. We went through a decade of fucking around on and off. A decade. Mm. And <laughs> mm. yeah, that's mm. Mm. we went through a decade of fucking around with each other on and off. And then I thought about it one day and I was like, and then it got to a point where he was willing to cheat. And I'm not going to lie, I, I I participated a few times. Um, and I was like, that's me. That's so not me because I'm 100% against cheating. Like, I've never cheated. But here I was, you know, in a situation where I was in a situation where someone else was cheating. Right. And I was like, you don't have to settle for that. Like, because if it was anything more than sex, then y'all would, then you he would have been with you. So I was like, so why are you, for me, it was like, you know, why are you continuing to put yourself in this? And it had got very, very like, because at, after 10 years, I don't care what nobody say, there are a lot of emotions in that shit. 
Hell fucking yeah. In fucking years, there is a lot of fucking emotions in that. And it had just got to a point where it was like draining the fucking life out of me because I'm like, you're like, you're in a relationship. Yeah, you're not going basically. anywhere. Yeah. I know this. Should I end up in a relationship? Do would even get an attitude when I was seeing other people. I'm like, how this work? Like, so I'm just supposed to sit over here and just like wait on you to you like, but we'll have a straight attitude knowing, you know, if I was out of town with another dude and I was like, well, I'm single. I can do whatever it is the fuck that I want to do. But I was like, you settling for this piece of somebody because they didn't see you worthy enough to give you more after all this time and all the whatever that I love yous and blah, 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 whatever else transpired in 10 years. And I was like, no, you're settling. And you're also, because like I said, I am 100% against cheating, not a cheater. I feel like if you are unhappy for whatever reason, if you're not getting what you need, then you need to fucking leave. That's just how I feel about it. So me allowing myself to be in a situation where the other party was cheating. I'm like, okay, when I took a step back and I was like, that's just as bad as you cheating. Mm. For, for me, it was. It was just as bad as me cheating because I was engaging in something that I've claimed that I don't condone. Right. Because of my own selfish uh, wants. But I was like, oh yeah, so we're done settling. And I was like, you know, you decided that that was where you wanted to be, so... You enjoy that. Whatever she does not do for you that you feel like I can, I don't really have anything to do with that. Mm. You you enjoy that cooch over there. That cooch. <laughs> enjoy that you, cooch. You enjoy that one. Because this one, you can't have it anymore. <laughs> God damn. Friends with yeah, 10 years, bruh. Yeah. They don't mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah yeah in that situation it's like um, I'm very logical when it comes to the friends with benefits situation like be open and honest about where you at like if you feeling wise or anything starts to change like let me know and see, that was the, <laughs> yeah. like I said like started off as a we both knew you know both of us were single having fun and the emotions start getting caught up in that shit and then I turn around you know dude fake had an issue I said fake because I don't really believe it. he fake had an issue when I moved I'm like you don't really give a fuck that I moved I'm like stop stop bullshit whatever but fake had an issue when I moved. And then I look up and you in a hard relationship. So I'm like, you could have communicated that to me. You could have yeah. communicated that. Yeah. Yeah, I had a friends with benefits situation that like <laughs> she uh, slowly started pulling away. And then like, and I knew there was a like another nigga in the picture. Like, and but my thing is like. We had a, 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 a we talked like, you know, some like I said, if something changed, say something or whatever. Because then it's just gonna look like like it's friends with benefits. You still, I still fuck with you, you know, outside of like 
slapping cheeks and shit. You know what I'm saying? I still right. fuck with you or whatever. So like, um, and granted, I understand like people can change their mind and do whatever it is that they want to do um, and separate themselves for situations for whatever reason it may be. On the on the flip side of that though, the reasoning can be fuck a fucked up reason or whatever. So want to own they shit yeah like, like I was, so like they start distancing start distancing themselves or whatever and like i bumped into them out and i'm like yo like we ain't really wrapped in like a month like it's another nigga ain't it like you keep it bug with me and they were like no whatever because they were filling it out or whatever they weren't sure about the situation or whatever and then i looked up they had a whole trip together i'm like like you can be honest especially if you're going to be up my ass when you see me moving around with somebody else like don't have a fake issue with what i'm doing and you can't be honest about you know what you're doing like and to their credit they wasn't like up my ass about what i was doing or anything like that but like like i said i approach a motherfucker like like yeah, you you acting you acting different. Like yeah. what's and like I said, especially if we friends, like dang, I don't even get you know that right, 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 right. and we still cool or whatever. So like you know, clearly, I, I mean, I'll voice my opinion on the matter after the fact. You know, like because we had to have that talk. It was like the elephant in the room or whatever. You know, and like I, I wish you well. I don't wish you ill intent on your relationship. I want everybody to get love out here and have babies and you know all that other shit or whatever but it was just like yo how you how you was moving was like made me look at you sideways a little bit you know because we had this talk about just being transparent or whatever but you know you know how it go man some people especially when the other party knows about you or knows of you and i think that played oh yeah a role in it too or whatever, like yo, that makes sense. This motherfucker's already suspicious. So, like, <laughs> yeah. So I, I get it, man. I, I get it. The game is the game, man. So, okay. So, let me see. So, have you had issues with friends or family who feel like your boundaries do not apply to them? Um, I've had to get a couple people together about the boundaries that I set. Um, mm-hmm. like one of my boundaries is like, yo, be be honest with me. I I don't like, and people, and some people mistake me um being calm and level headed as being nonchalant. Like mm-hmm. motherfucker, like I'll keep it a bug with you. I got a I got a real bad fucking temper. So like, if I get mad, it's red. Same. I am thirty fucking two. I don't have time to be seeing fucking red. <laughs> like I got too much shit. To yeah, do. like what I'm gonna do when I see red. And it yeah. takes it that that part. And it takes a lot for me to get pissed because like. I give you the rope. You hang yourself. Like, 
And even when yep. you hang yourself, I'm not gonna be mad at it. I'm like, well, that's, that's, that's no the, to lie to me. yeah, that's the decision you made, like or whatever. So, I am super level headed when it comes to that or whatever. And like I said, people take that as me being nonchalant. It takes energy for me to not even care because you it's, it's going through life not caring about shit. That's not the way you're supposed to live, but. It takes energy for me to be upset. And then if I'm upset, I'm going to address it. But once you like cross that line and piss me off, then we really got a problem or whatever. So, yeah, I set boundaries with a lot of shit. I set boundaries with how I want to be talked to. I set boundaries with, um, you know, being honest with me. I set boundaries on things that I have the energy for. Like, I don't have the energy for somebody man or woman that always like you say always is negative or always um every time i see you um and even if it's a joking manner you talking you talking shit i'm like damn nigga can you just like say what's up how you like like talk to me regular like the fuck you know what i'm saying like yeah talk to me like a regular regular motherfucker then we can start joking and shit like i said boundaries and all all aspects i set boundaries with my my parents my family like yeah i i there is respect there or whatever respect is respect is definitely given and even if you're older than me or my elder or somebody whatever you know your title may be or whatever to me like no there's still a level of respect that like i expect 100 percent. i don't care who you are you know, so yeah, you're not gonna talk to me crazy because I'm not talking to you crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So yeah, there's shit. You know, it's uh, boundaries everywhere. It may not necessarily always be um, as noticeable to me or whatever. Like I just sub- subconsciously do it. Like yeah, it's like there's a way that I want you to move with me. You're going to either move accordingly or you can get the fuck around from around me. It's really that simple. Yeah. (laughs) I'm the same way. Like you, I don't care who you are. You're not going to say whatever it is that you want to say to me. I know my mom and I not long ago had to go through um, that where we definitely had to I think both of us had to set some boundaries for the other um my mom and I are extremely close but it was to a point where you know my mom has always been one of those I'm your mama I can say whatever I want and as a grown woman no you cannot and I had to like put my foot down with it like you do not get to say whatever you want to say to me because you be saying some fucked up stuff yeah of course it's not fucked up to you but I'm letting you know you ain't got no place to say that and you just cannot say whatever you want to say to me some of that shit you need to keep to yourself or have or you know in conversation with somebody else but you don't get to read everything that comes to your mind to me because I'm gonna block it and let you know where you had me fucked up at. Like you're still that's still my mama. I'm still gonna be respectful, but I'm gonna let you know that not only am I your ch- daughter, I'm a grown woman and you're going to treat me as such. And we went through 
a brief little rough patch for that. It didn't last long because we can't go that long without talking to each other. But it was probably about two, three weeks. And that's honestly the longest we've ever gone without talking to each other. But it was like I had to stand on that because I needed her to know how serious I was about her not saying whatever it is she wanted to say to me. And after we sat down, you know, she let me know, you know, she had some boundaries too. And I was like, you know what? I received that and I respect it. But um, there are people, you know, there are family members who I won't go around because they feel like they can say whatever it is that they want to say. And I'm like, either I'm going to cuss you out or we finna fight. And I've, um, so the thing is, you know, my family is really big on respecting our elders. Like that's how I was raised. Like it's just certain things you don't say and do around your elders. Um, but there have definitely been some instances where a couple family members had me fucked up and I cussed them out straight in front of my grandma. And you know, the whole room is like, because <gasps> we just don't do that. Like, yeah. yeah, we curse, but like cursing in front of grandma is like, that's just a forbidden thing. But I was like, no, this person got me fucked up right. and you not to talk to me like that. Grandma, I apologize that you had to see me go there, but I want them to know you do not get to talk to me like this. I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't give a fuck where we are. I'll cuss your ass out in the pulpit if you talk to me wrong. But that's, yeah, so setting, setting boundaries with people. Um, I've had people who you know, friend, well, of course, they're no longer friends because if you decide that my boundaries don't apply to you, then you can get the fuck. Yeah. Um, we were talking about that, you know, on the podcast the other day, like, you can get the fuck. Either you're going to respect me, you're going to respect my boundaries, or you can get the fuck. Period. Because I don't go out of my way to disrespect anybody. Right. I'm like, I don't do that. So you don't get to do that to me. Like, I'm not going to let you walk over me. I'm not going to let you get off whatever you want to say and just not say nothing. So, yeah, yeah I, I gotta, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I gotta, yeah. Like, I don't, because yeah. it, it really bothers me when people think that shit like that doesn't apply to them like they can still do and say what they want to you because for me it's a it's a form of disrespect and to me that says you don't truly care about me so you're not true you don't truly care about me you don't truly you know care about you know protecting my well-being or caring about my well-being because you will intentionally disrespect me by saying fuck my feelings i'm gonna say what the fuck i want to say yeah. And, um. Yeah, I don't. I don't fuck with that. Don't, I'm gonna no. say you, you don't fuck with that. <laughs> yeah. Not me. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, that's our time. Now, this is the time where I give my guests the floor to basically promote their platforms. And whatever it is they got going on, as you already heard, she has some podcasts, so she's definitely going to plug that right now and the other things. Yeah, man. Y'all can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can find me at BN 
free. That's the letter B, the letter N, free pot. I'm going to let y'all know right now, social media has been getting on my fucking nerves and I'm literally <laughs> on there at this point because I have to be. If I didn't have to have any of that shit for this podcast, I would completely delete all of my social media profiles because I just, I'm not feeling social media these days. So if y'all do choose to follow me, don't look for a whole bunch of action. I don't do shit but post stories on IG all day. And, you know, my Facebook and Twitter, you know, I have to promote the podcast and you might find me talking shit here and there. But um, you can also go to the website, SimoneBNFree.com. Working on some more stuff, building um, this brand and about to, you know, finish up some things. I'm straight writing the whole book that like is crazy to me every time I open another notebook like I'm straight writing a book I don't know who the fuck I think I am I don't know who the fuck I think finna read this but it's happening um definitely got some more stuff in the works so just look for that um in the coming months I'm not launching nothing new right now because your girl is in an accelerated program six-week classes be kicking my whole ass I ain't gonna lie so don't be looking for no launches uh, <laughs> within the next few months. But um, you can definitely follow for updates or whatever. I definitely make sure that all of that is out there for everybody. And you can definitely listen to the pie on your favorite streaming platforms. Pretty much wherever you listen to Henny Nights, you can probably find um, being free. So we out here, we get in these plays and Hopefully I can be like James one day. I want to be like you when I grow up. Maybe I can get up to 80 uh, episodes. I'm still very new right now. So she's so humble. <laughs> she in an accelerated okay. program while she in Tulum. It's all good. Hey, <laughs> I did not go to Tulum, but I definitely had to take schoolwork with me to Ghana because six week classes don't wait on nobody. <laughs> no, that's a fact. I don't even want to talk about uh that should be whooping my I don't even heart. want to talk about school. I had to I had to literally drop the course I was taking this summer because I was just like, yeah, bro, I don't have the capacity for this right now. I'm about to go do some homework now, like some makeup homework, actually. So, yeah, if anybody, if I find out that this applies statistics, business statistics class is mandatory, if anybody wants to go ahead and take that for you, boy, hit me up. You know, we can arrange, you know, an agreement in, in monetary funds or whatever. So... I feel for you because statistics is that. Bruh, and it was online too. So I'm like, they like, you got to go to the uh, the Pearson website because they got like homework and quizzes. And I went in there and it was like formulas and shit. I'm like, bro, no. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to check I'm, out. I'm going to just enjoy my summer. <laughs> should like give yourself a little break yeah i'm gonna just enjoy my summer and then if it's mandatory pick it up at some time where i can actually go on campus and take the class because that type of shit like yeah i need a fucking teacher like from bora bora have the chicken plates ready when i excuse me (laughs) you heard what i said no you you said you're going to bora bora i said when you come back what have Plates ready when I touch down because you know, I, I can't. She's going to Santorini. I'm not paying her. <laughs> I'm not paying her no mind. But yeah, make sure you check out her podcast everywhere that Henny Nights is, and also, and this goes for both of us. Make sure you leave a uh, 
or review that helps with the podcast exposure as well also rate the podcast as well because that helps to you know got to promote that and apparently that helps so well i want to go go ahead and plug that but yeah we'll holler at y'all next time peace bye You know I'm not the one to start a war At any time you can just run for the door You sure? I'm not your responsibility So why you calling every time you drink too fucking heavily, yeah Steadily becoming my enemy This energy, I swear there's no remedy Tired of the bullshit You already know this Probably happy that I wrote this Cause you're the center of the focus, yeah And once again I don't really ever want to be your friend I'm not gonna give you all my time to mend the breaks, the bends You're bigger than a happy end uh. You know I'm not the one to start a war